uh, hey patrons, just want to thank you. Say hi, guys. Say hi. Snow, tuck you in. I'm here to tuck you in. Thank you for the support. And here, tuck you in. Here you go. We just squinch it down there and over there. And good night. Thanks for the support. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. And then I can do the rest, or I'm going to try to do the rest. What I'm going to do, or attempt to do, is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake. Whether those are thoughts uh, running through your brain, uh, physical feelings, emotions, uh, noise... You know, stuff from the past or stuff you're thinking about in the future. You could be tra- whatever traveling. You could be hiccups. They could they, they could keep you up at night if you have hiccups or someone in your vicinity, uh, especially a na- like a neighbor. Or you know, what if you're like at work and I, I guess I do something like your BuzzFeed editor, and you got to come up with like 30 hiccup cures and you only have like 26. Uh, in those last, and you say, "Well, no, no, I need a primary source on all of them." That's that's that. I mean, that could be something that's keeping someone else, uh, uh, someone up at night. I mean, they could work for like Listopedia or some some other. But uh, I mean, that would be tough. Maybe we'll come back to that. I didn't know what the intro was going to be about tonight, anyway. Other than I'm in a good mood and so happy to be here to try to put you to sleep. Really, I'm in a great mood. And it wasn't until I sat down and made this show and I thought, how lucky am I that I get to make a podcast to put people to sleep? And what I try to do, like I said, is create a safe place uh, where I can try to distract you. And the way I do that is I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I try to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, you know, intros, like uh, great intros, like the one I where I was saying, like a uh, litany of lists. Uh, that was an intro a while back uh, where that was a fake book title. I'll use fake book titles, fake jobs. I just uh, just did that earlier. Uh, examples, similes, uh, like like uh, just like uh, to, to describe stuff uh, like like a person that overuses a simile. Uh, failed pun attempts. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, punting puns. Uh, like, uh, you know, punting, there isn't there like two different words? I guess it's always, it has to do with that football punt or rugby punt. You're right. Uh, Oceana Brain, thanks for representing. Uh, thank you. Uh, so if you're new here, let me just lay a few things out for you structurally. I want to put you at ease. Uh, so this is a podcast in which you sleep. Structurally, the show works like this. There's five minutes of business at the top of the show. You already heard that. And whether that's five or six minutes, that's kind of critical to keeping the lights on. So if you're new, it doesn't matter if you paid attention. If you're a regular listener, you probably, hopefully, like uh, say, okay, let me go to that website tomorrow. And so that's the beginning. Then there's an intro that we just started. The intros are long. They're languid. And whatever other L words you'd like to use, uh, like uh, they're kind of like a show within a show, kind of meant to set the mood. And uh, some people fall asleep during the intros, and some people, you know, some people code during the intros, some people brush their teeth, whatever it is. Uh, the intros are about 12 minutes, and then the show proper will begin. 
or the story portion, cap off the show with thank yous. And main, main reason is I'm thankful to be here. I could be, you know, I could be somewhere with the hiccups or with a hiccup list issue. Or I could be listing, I could be on something that's listing while I have the hiccups. What if you were, have they ever made treadmills out of things like, uh, like some sort of contraption where you're running on a treadmill and it's generating lists before? I guess that would be more suited back when they had those ticker tape machines. But I don't know if they, I don't think they had treadmills back then. They had gerbil wheels. Jeez, my voice, I'm, I'm short of voice tonight. Not sure why. So let's see if you, oh, so this is a podcast to put you asleep if you're new. Just because it's a podcast doesn't mean you have to listen. You can kind of listen. You could gently listen. You can loosely listen. You could listen under a pile of loose leaf if you need to. Turns out, I think maybe I talked about this in an intro. When did they stop calling that loose leaf? Now they call it something else, uh. And my, like it, this was back at the beginning of the school year, so this joke's about eight months old, or this issue. But my daughter said, "Dad, could you get give me some of that binder paper?" That's what she called it. And I said, "We won't use that word in this house, uh, you know." And, I, and then I said, "What's binder paper? It sounds it sounds like industrial." She goes, "Lined paper." And I go, "You mean loose leaf?" Uh, when the heck, it was the first time I felt out of touch, believe it or not. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that feel out of touch, but but for me, you know, I live in enough of a cocoon of delusion that I still, you know, believe I'm post-hip. Uh, but this really rocked my world. I said, they don't call, I said you don't call it loose leaf? Uh, I said, I bet you the rebel, rebellious kids do. And then she, they said, well, when I have this paper, it actually is loose like leaves. Usually it's like blowing away with the leaves when I was in grammar school. So it was actually aptly named. You know, I wasn't the first child to, to demonstrate why it should be called loose leaf. But I think, uh, I think they spelled leaf different, too. He said binder paper, really? Because I was going to do an intro about being a BuzzFeed editor and having to make a list about hiccups. But, uh. You really call it binder paper? And she said, no, Dad, you're probably misremembering it. Uh, and I called it something different. This is my daughter, the version of my daughter that lives in my brain. Hopefully, hopefully she can't hear me right now. The one that lives in my brain, hopefully she's not a, like a, a foreshadowing, but, you know. But I said, okay, well, let me go to the store and buy some of that paper. And then luckily, the, the great thing about the stores now, <laughs> now I sound uh, out of touch, uh, I think I should have just ordered on Amazon because you can't go in a store and even have an opportunity to ask, hey, where the heck's the loose leaf? Because if you're in a grocery store, uh, finding someone to help you is not. In Trader Joe's, I don't think they have loose leaf or binder paper or whatever the heck you, you whatever the heck other people call it. I don't know. So I think that covers that part of it. Was there any, like, uh, so, okay, so if you're new here, you don't need to listen to me, clearly. Okay, I think I demonstrated that part. But just because this is a sleep podcast, uh, the shows are an hour, so I don't want you to feel any pressure to fall asleep. Now, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. A large number of people, like, are like, what the heck is he talking about? Even the first hundred times they listen. But usually after two or three times, you'll, it'll either work for you or if it doesn't work for you, you know, I'm sorry. Like, like uh, you can email me. I'll try to help you come up with something else to put you to sleep. 
but there's no pressure to fall asleep. This is a sleep a, a podcast that tries to put you to sleep. And you have a whole hour, and I'll be here the whole time because I have listeners that listen to the whole episode, and I want to keep them company in the deep, dark night. You know, especially the poor people that this is news to them. They say, wait a second, they don't, like, their whole world is crumbling like a piece of loose-leaf paper. They say they don't, they call it, what, uh, binder paper, but binded by what? And I say, holy, I don't even know. Now we're in a metaphysical conundrum because I didn't even think about that part. I mean, it was much easier when it was describing what it was. It's loose-leaf-like paper. And I said, do, do, do you know, do they sell it in any other way other than college ruled? Because I don't know if they, like, like do they sell it in elementary ruled? I mean, why bother? They should just tell you it's like, uh, I don't even know what that means. Is there a standard, of, like, that, that they're applying it to? I mean, talk about wasted words. I mean, a lot of people would say this podcast is full of them, but... Uh, so I don't mean I don't want anybody's grip on the world to be loosened like the loose leaf uh, that would fall out of my backpack on a daily basis. Actually, if it was in my backpack, it was great to be crumbled leaf, crumbled like leaves or absorbent like, uh, you know, the paper's not super absorbent. Uh, but yeah, so they, I guess it turns out they don't call it loose leaf anymore. And if you do say it to your kid, now maybe it's a like, uh, what are those called? Is that a colloquialism? But I don't think so. I think, uh, I don't know if that's a sign of the times or not. Because uh, it's a binder. What the heck's a binder? Like a three-ring binder? Okay, I guess I, and I'm totally seeing the folly of my brain. Makes perfect sense why you'd call it binder paper if you put it in a binder. I mean, me, I won't be bound by binders. I mean, to be honest, because they got those uh, those metal rings and... They haven't really made a binder that I can handle, or folders for that matter. If it comes into my possession, it's going to be wrinkled and folded and stained with either inks or foods or oils or, uh, you know, muds. I don't know, is this helping with the hiccups at all? Or the listing of the hiccups? How about this for hiccups? Uh, suck on a piece. Of, here you go. The BuzzFeed had it like... Uh, or the list the editor of lists is listening. Suck on some bind chewing. Don't chew on binder paper. It feels weird. Or loose leaf. Uh, hey, trust me, I don't like it. It doesn't feel like, especially like in your molars. I don't know. Have you chewed on binder paper before? Did you just see how adaptable the human brain is? I've already somehow in the last four minutes I've accepted it's binder paper. I've moved on. I feel like the like the little spirit of the loose leaf that lived inside me is crying or something. Also, if you have some sort of ship or plane, can you name it the spirit of loose leaf? I think that would be a good name for a ship, the spirit of loose leaf. It, it, it does sound, loose leaf's a nice word. So I'm trying to prop a loose leaf back up. Uh, also, maybe blowing into a binder paper or a loose leaf. I'm just saying I have to say binder paper because I don't think you could buy a loose leaf, loose leaf. How about this one? Who wants to make up a, what are those things called, tongue twisters? I mean, for me, it's called uh, speaking. But you could say loose leaf, loose sleep. Uh, loose leaf, lo Lucy. Loose leaf, Lucy. Loose sleep, lo loose sleep, loosely. 
something like that. You know what I'm saying? That, that that's almost there. I'm 80% of the way to a tongue twister. Okay, back to the new listeners. Uh, so, problem solved. It turns out it's called binder paper because it goes in a three-ring binder. I don't know how many people... Okay, this is another brain thing. I think the binder paper has more than one... I'm guessing it has like six or seven holes. I'm pretty sure I know where my binder paper is. So, as soon as I stop recording, I'm going to go look... Uh, and investigate it, and then if it's not college-ruled, I'll just feel like a fool. And if it's called loose-leaf, I'll feel a small victory. If it's called binder paper, you know, that's the inevitable, whatever they call that, you know, you, you, you're aged out, Scooch. You're post, you were post-tip, now you're just holding on to your loose-leafs. But what's interesting is when you listen to this podcast, you hold on to it loosely, and I kind of like try to take your hand loosely and escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep. So if you're new, this podcast is odd. It's not for everybody. But I try to create a friendly place. I'm so honored, like kind of the mood I'm in. I'm so honored to get this chance to have you all listening to me, to let me in to your home, just my voice for probably the best thing, because otherwise it'd be a trail of friggin' binder paper everywhere and crying, weeping loose-leaf. But to, 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 to trust me and to let me try to help, uh, it's incredible, incredible. Thank you. And if you're new, thanks for trying to show up, because the reason I make it is because I've been there in the deep, dark night. Uh, and that's why I say I'm honored to help, because I know what it's like lying there tossing and turning. And I say this every episode because, I mean, I'm glad you're here. I really hope I yearn, I strive, and I work very hard to try to help you fall asleep. So thanks so much for coming by. Uh, hey, DK. Hey, 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 uh, G. It's me. And uh, I'm also, you know, keeping, uh, keeping these archived, our little cases. So remember last week you were saying to me, oh, that was, I guess time moves, di- in the big farm, time moves differently. That was yesterday. Oof. A lot going on then since then. But so remember we were talking about cases and you, you said I got to start cold calling people if I want some cases. And I said, I've never heard of a detective. I said, Magnum P.I. didn't cold call anybody. The A-team got cold called or they didn't even get, they got warm called. I, I think the guys from Riptide, Remington, I don't know if Remington Steel was a P.I., uh, moonlighting, that was an agency. They didn't, I don't know, maybe they had to cold call people because they had overhead to cover. But I, you know, you know, when I left, I was, I was resistant but, but, but to that idea. So that's when you said, well, what about historical or community mysteries? Uh, like that wonderful lore podcast that you two listen to. And I said, well, I said, those are more, I said, more of a private, I said, more of a, I'd like to take on some traditional cases. And that's when you started laughing and say, well, why don't you live in a traditional place? And I'd say, I don't even know if the use of that L-I-V-E word is, you know, you, I said, exist. I, I prefer exist in a regular place. And I would say if I'd run into Popeye up here. He would say, I am what I am, even if I don't know what I am or where. But I said, I'm in the big farm. But So the community cases, remember I said that one town, the people said they did, I guess that, that ended up being our case because they came and they said, uh, please come to our town. 
you're the private eye, right? And I said, well, I like, I like being a detective. But I, I said, does your community have a mystery? And they said, we have an issue that we would like you to help us with. And I said, is this like, like I said, are you sure there's no one from the Harvard, I said, a Harvard negotiation project issue? No one knew what that was. Uh, And I said, I can't quote any of their names, but are you sure no one, I said, that kind of issue? And they said, no, a problem that we don't have a solution to. And I said, like, like it would have fit in a, like a nice title, like the case or the mystery of... And they nodded, and I said, "Okay, so so if if I said it's the case of or the mystery of, or the blankety blankety blank mystery, what does it like? Those are how I decide if I take my cases. If it's yes to all three of those, I'll take it. I'll take on the case." And they said, "It is. You just come with us." Uh, and I said, "I guess we have a community mystery. So we 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 have a case like." Uh, or a mystery, we have either the, the case, DK and G, or the mystery, or the blankety blank, uh, that blankety blanked mystery. Uh, I think it's that kind, the third kind. And I don't quite have the title, but do, could, should, do, do, I think if I tell you the title, it'll make sense. Uh, no, I guess this is it the dog that wouldn't stop chasing the moon. What do I mean? The mystery of the dog who wouldn't stop chasing the moon. You're right. It does have too many words in there. The case of the dog that chased the moon isn't like, I I feel like that's tighter, but I don't feel like that clarifies that the dog won't stop chasing the moon, which is the issue that has the townspeople all, all, all upset. The dog who wouldn't stop chasing the moon. I don't think the title's that important because I took the case because uh, these four townspeople. So... I think, could you, you two don't talk about me at school, do you? Because do you, do you have the same teacher? Oh, no, you're in different fourth grade classes. Um, I think if your teacher finds out about, like, don't take any, remember, I live, you know that I live in a different world. I, I know, but because the geography is going to throw you off once I start talking about the geography down here. But what we have is, you're familiar with dogs when they run really fast, right? And, like, uh, I know that one actress on the Disney Channel you both like. We watched that movie, and luckily I was not fully present, you know. I was was living on two planes of existence, but uh, the one, and I said, I think that Scott Bayo and Willie Ames are originally in this movie, Remember in that movie, the dog runs around and knocks over the wedding cake and spills something on her? Yeah, Zendaya, Zendaya is that her? Zendaya, I always want to say Zendaya. Okay, move on. Okay, so so up in the big farm in this town, what's the name of the town? Oof. I don't know. All I know is, like, I, I go, like, uh, I don't know the name of the town. I don't think. I'll have to check my notes. But what they have there is a dog that won't stop chasing the moon. So as soon as night falls, uh, this dog starts coming. and Or if the moon's out during the day. So, so let me just tell you that, which it normally is. Uh, at least since I've taken the case, the moon's always in the sky in this town. 
Again, I said, your teacher won't like this, but it's always a full moon. Uh, how long has it been? Well, you said it was one night, but I think it's been a few days uh, or months. I don't know. But just dog, they said it's been an ongoing issue. The dog, I don't know if it's a he or she, so I won't say the dog. I'll just say that uh, it keeps running, and it won't stop running, and it just runs through things chasing the moon. And I forget how they figured this out. I think so. Like sometimes they ask the dog or something, or the dog. Also, the dog can talk a little bit, but it's out of breath. Uh, but if you know someone's setting up a, a wedding, like in that movie, dog will run right through and knock over the cake. Uh, people planting flower beds, dog r- runs right through the f- flower beds, chasing the moon. Now, because of the uh, dynamics of the big farm in the sky, dog doesn't have to circle a place like the Earth. Uh, it'll run off past the horizon, and at some point it'll show up back somewhere else, like when someone's carrying a tray of uh, souffles that have risen, then the dog will run by. The souffles will, what's a souffle? Like a pie. So really disrupting the town's way of life and... Like, they just said it just started one day. Dogs started running through, and they, they've they worked on the mystery themselves. They they figured out the dog is chasing the moon, but they can't get the dog to stop. And they did try. Like, we, they even showed me. We went back, and we, we whistled at the dog. Like, before, I guess they had already taken on the case because they said, well, the dog that won't stop chasing, the dog that chased the moon, the case of the, you know, we figured out it, it fit all three of the rules about me taking a case. But so they tried whistling at the dog, yelling at the dog, what are you doing? And the dog said, I think that's the only thing the dog says, chasing the moon. And then they said, it's going so fast. They don't, we don't know what kind of dog it is. It's a mid-sized dog. It's just running very fast. It has a, it's a, it's streaky. It's good at jumping over things or going like changing directions fast. Uh, and it's just like, like just knowing a dog could run through it any minute. It, it's very disruptive on our, our clients, our customers. So we have to figure out how to stop the dog. But so the townspeople, they did try to stop it. They introduced me. They they said, okay, we tried whistling, we tried that. And then they said, I said, well, what other things have you tried? And they said, throwing treats in its path uh, to see if it would stop and stakes. You know, they tried cat, you know, releasing cats. But I said, well, how did you throw treats in its path? They said, oh, there's a, they said, catapult Sally. And I said, I'm sorry, catapult Sally. I, I said, is it like Mustang Sally? And they said, who? And I said, who's Catapult Sally? And they said, she lives like a, like in the castle. And I said, you have a castle? They said, yeah, right off of Main Street. The castle off of Main Street, that's where Catapult's. And they said, let's go there. So we went to Catapult Sally's, and she lives in a castle. And I guess, you know, that was, uh, I, I didn't even think to think about that I could live in a castle up here, but I believe me, I'll put it on my list of things to think about uh, that I'd like to do. But she has trebuchets and catapults, so they were using the catapults to throw. It's kind of like a renaissance. She lives at a renaissance fair, not all the time with people at it. Uh, but so she, they were throwing catapults in because behind her castle is, you know, great fields. I think that's what's behind a lot of castles. 
Uh, does she have a moat? Yes, but it's not. It's more of a um. It's more of an ornamental uh, moat because of like the rules of the town. It's not a true moat, uh, which uh, uh, Catabolcelli. You know, I don't think she's. I didn't want to bring it up. Uh, like, but if I have a castle, I'll have it off further off of Main Street. But she likes to walk to dinner, I guess. So that's why her castle's right off of Main Street. So they were, so they were using, and they even showed me, like, because the dog, like, uh, that's the best place behind the castles, behind Main Street and stuff. So the dog usually has to run there to get to the horizon. Whether the dog's going north or south or east or west, even though they don't have those directions, but you know what I mean, left and right, up and down. So they showed me, and they threw a couple stakes, uh, squeak toys in the dog's path, uh, and the dog would uh, j- just ignore it mostly. Uh, and they said, "Well, they said so. The dog has not gotten tired." And they said, "No." And so I said, "Well, clearly this is a mystery." So I said, "Let me give a, let me consult with my partner." So that's what I told the people of the town. Uh, so I don't know what we should do. Like the dog keeps chasing the moon. Like uh, it's a mystery, mystery of why and what we do. I'm sorry, G. Would you say what would Caesar Milan do? I don't. I don't. Oh, DK says blame the owner. Well, we, okay. So we'd blame the dog. So this is why is the dog chasing the moon? Because it's something the owner did. That's what you're saying. Okay, so if that's a why, what, what, if that was the solution to our mystery, what should we do? Oh, so we need to, should we infer or should we deduce? Gee, I'm not, I'm not sure. What about reduce? Uh, like, uh, okay, so why is the dog running? Because it's, oh, so what did the owner, why would the dog, so the dog's chasing the moon. I, I mean, like, uh. Right, I mean, okay, so chasing the moon, what, how? Well, it could be chasing the moon because it's a symbol. It could be chasing the moon because it's a metaphor. It could be chasing the moon because it's like some sort of visceral visceral reaction. Like maybe maybe its owner is an astronaut and the dog is at the big farm. Remember when people tell you that your dog went to live on the farm? It turns out that's true. Yeah, so tell your friend. You could tell your friends that uh, if they're upset, you tell them it's true. And if you run into, so maybe it is an astronaut. That's an idea, like or an astronomer that liked watching the moon, and the dog would watch it with the astronomer. Oh, those aren't astronomers. Uh, whatever people with telescopes, appreciators of. Okay, I don't want to talk about that other kind of mooning streakers. How did you learn that? Uh, Gee, that's not, we're not, like, uh, we're talking about the physical moon. It, yeah, it does look a lot like the earth moon. So you those could be things, but how would we know which one's right? Uh, it's seeing the moon. You're right, Gee. So seeing the moon, the dog chases it. So we just have to stop the dog from seeing the moon. That makes sense. That's good. This is good teamwork. Uh I would think blindfolding the dog would not work because that would probably the dog. You know, we gotta we gotta take care of the dog too. 
What about a, uh, remember we used to crawl through those tunnels? Like, what about one of, I, I don't think I can take anything back from here. But maybe we could build one of those tunnels, those tubes. They were made of material and hoops, you know? Yeah, maybe we could try that. Okay, so that's one thing we could try is tunnels, uh, tubes. Uh, what else could we try? Blocking the moon from the dog's view. Yeah, I think a tunnel would do that. Uh, do they have any horses at Catapult Sally's? Oh, yeah, this is like a full castle. They have stables. Uh, well, she was calling me stable boy every time, like, I didn't solve the mystery immediately. Yeah, they have, do they have shields and armor? They do. I, I mean, I guess, uh, yeah, I saw a couple suits of armor. I saw a sign for, like, I think they joust on, like, Tuesday afternoons or something. Okay, a giant, the biggest shield, and I could use the shield. To, I don't know if I could get the shield to block the moon. Oh, while riding a horse next to the dog. Yeah, okay, I'm with you, DK. And maybe the horse would also block the moon and my armor. What do you mean, plumage? Oh, like if I had plumage, like a helmet with plumage, uh... Like, oh, get plumage on my armor. That would seem, uh, that seems a little bit too much, uh, like a bird knight. So there would be, oh, because of wind resistance, you're right. And then to put a shield at the end of my lance. I don't know, that might be wind or more plumage. Okay. So I would be covered, in, I would be tar, I would be in a suit of armor, then tarred and fe then feathered, maybe with tar. And, no, just covered in plumage. Okay. And so, in using the biggest shield I could find, I guess I could do that as long as, I, as, long as the horse knows how to do. Like, I could check with the catapult Sally. I guess I could just ride behind her because I, I don't know if I have the horse skills, but she seems to be quite the uh, horsewoman. I don't know if she's from Rohan. No, but is she, is she uh, I think she's more interested in actual... It doesn't matter. She's she's her name's Catapult Sally, not Ro, not uh, not horse horse lady of uh, that lives off the town square in a castle. Okay, well we'll try we'll try. Okay, so I'll I'll go try those things. Why don't you two to rest your eyes and uh, as you two drift off, uh, dreaming of a, dan a dancing bird night. That's funny. Thanks, DK. A dancing, friendly bird night, flopping. I'll uh, head over to my client. Hey, so, so the moon's up, huh? So I consulted with my partners. Like, uh, I think, do we have any big tubes we could use for a tunnel and try to di guide the dog into a tunnel? Oh, you were listening in. You tried that. Okay, so the first one, the dog uh, ran around. Oh, then you tried putting it. Okay, so it doesn't, so tunnels don't work. Okay, so you're assembling my, um, oh, here comes Catapult Sally. Oh, so you want to get me dressed in this armor? Okay, well, uh, so I'll be the bird knight, the bird knight of Alcatraz. That's very, I, I didn't realize people are so funny in the big farm in the sky. You know, normally when you're doing these kind of things, you'd get treated like, uh, 
Uh, what would a bird knight do if Caesar Milan was in charge? Uh, treat its dog like you have proper boundaries with its pet. I think that's the whole thing. Uh, first, uh, deal with any underlying issues. You're right, ma'am. That is right. Uh, I don't think I have any underlying issues. I'm living my dream. I'm helping people figure out why a dog is chasing the moon. And I, like, I'll be, 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 I mean, I'm starting to wonder if this case is resolvable, to be honest. Uh, so, okay, let's go. So, so I'm ready, Sally. How do I look? Uh, like the Birdman. If it, well, okay, like, like, uh, let's ride and, uh, ride. Yeah, let's ride. Okay. And here comes, there's the dog. Uh, wow, this horse is fast. Is this a, a draft horse? Uh, could we draft off the dog? Oh, the dog, the horse will know. Okay, well, what's this horse's name? Petunia? Great name for a horse. Uh, have you seen a bird knife? Okay, let's get up next to him. I'm going to hold up my shield. And uh, I'm going to hold up. I'm okay, I'm going to stand up in the... Hey, hey, dog. Hey, what are you doing? You're chasing the moon. Okay. You got to catch it. Got to catch them all, I heard. You know, the, are you serious? Are you playing Pokemon Go? Okay, you're out of breath. Uh, here, I'm, aren't I in the way of the moon? Oh, you're just gonna keep, you're just keeping. Okay, this isn't working. Okay, ride a little fa faster, Sally. Yeah. Uh, hey, 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 what's your name? Rover. Wow, you had a creative owner, huh? You gotta catch the moon. I know, I know. Okay, you can't see the moon. I'm blocking it. The it's an eclipse. Did you hear it? It's a I can't block the moon. Sally, I'm having trouble. The dog just looks around me. Oh, boy. Okay, let's go back. Let's. This isn't working. Like, uh, you tell, I, I hate to tell you this, Sally, because I don't think, like, uh, I don't think, I'm not feeling good about solving this case, to be honest. I mean, uh, if, if, if it was like uh, the dog just kept trying to look around me for the moon. Rover, yeah. What was the name of the, like, uh, I saw that you have an inn built into your, like, uh, pub. Was, that was called Moons Over My Hammy. I saw it had a big moon sign. What if I put the moon, that moon, it, it, that looked pretty realistic at the top of my lance. Uh, tip, oh, sorry, it's called the tip of my lance. Yeah, if I put that at, like, the tip of my lance, then we ride... Uh, let's try it. Okay, let's get this down. Yeah, we're going to put this moon at the tip of my lance. Very photo, almost photorealistic. This was painted. Oh, by you? Oh, wow. Great job, sir. You really can paint those moons. Uh, maybe start painting more moons while we're gone. Maybe, let's, uh, maybe we shouldn't even, uh, you could be the moon knight. Okay, well, I'll try with this moon, but paint some more moons while we're gone. We'll try to see if we could distract the dog with moons. Okay, here comes the dog again. Yeah, let's try to ride in front of it. How you doing, Rover? Oh, boy, the moon is changing. It's, uh, you see that? Like, uh, see that moon? It's like, uh, it's moving. It's, uh, it's kind of heavy and hard to hold steady. That moon, uh, it's the only moon you see. It's going to. Isn't that distracting? The dog's kind of... Rover, are you ignoring me? Look at this second moon. There's two moons. Why don't you chase this one on the lance? It'll lead you to a stake. 
No, 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 no. Okay, Rover's running faster. No, no, don't, no need, like, uh, well, we could try putting moons out. That's not going to work. Like, I don't think this case is, I'm going to go back, uh, hi, everybody. Oh, you did paint the moons while we were gone. Great job. I don't think we'll need those. You could put them out in the field, uh, but I have a feeling Rover's only after the real moon. And blocking the moon, uh, yeah, it didn't, it didn't work. So I'm going to go talk to my partners uh, tonight. Uh, I need to, yeah, why don't we all rest when we get back here? We'll sleep during the day. Great idea, great idea. Sally, you really are, like, uh, oh, I have to sleep in the stables. Uh, like a good stable boy. Well, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I, I like, uh. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, let's get some rest and we'll get back. We'll be back tomorrow. I guess if I'm under the hay, I won't be able to see the sun anyway. Great, everybody. Okay, hey, G and DK is me. Yeah, I slept all day. That's why I look kind of tired. I just woke up. Uh, also, I slept in a stable Yeah, at Mustang, Mustang Sally's Castle. Uh, no, stay, stay. the horses are actually nice. Uh, it's nice to listen to them, actually. They, they make a very comforting sounds. Uh, well, I was trying, like, uh, so no, it, it didn't work. The bird night didn't work. Then we thought it was, so we couldn't block the moon. And then, like, we tried making a fake moon. We didn't even need to make it. There's a pub here called uh, Moons Over Miami. Uh, yeah, they specialize yeah, in, in pork-based dishes, I guess. Yeah, probably they were a Denny's fan. You're right, DK. But um, so then we used a fake moon. Then they made a bunch of fake moons. None of that worked. Uh, so I don't know if the, like, I was wondering if maybe, well, like that it's like the dog is just, uh, like, maybe it's just a stubborn dog, and at first, like, I hate to race this, but what if we just, like, if we catch the dog, um, and it stops, like, we, we like, uh, like, maybe the dog just needs to take a break, but it doesn't want to, you know, like, uh, yeah, I know it's chasing the moon, we really shouldn't interrupt it, you're right, G, but the thing is, I was thinking is, like, uh, we hope that these townspeople, they're really disappointed. The dog's still running through their town on an almost constant basis. In fact, when I was still, when everybody saw, like, no one else can get a good night's sleep because the dog's always running, uh, you know, and it runs through, like, like they used to have a bunch of, uh, what are those called, wind, wind charms up or whatever those are called, wind chimes. Uh, everybody took their wind chimes down because the dog would bump them. I mean, the other thing is the dog could be, I don't think it's a trickster guy. I realize that that's my go-to for every case now. Gee, that's why I don't even record those cases. But uh, I don't think it's a trickster guy, but it could be a dog up to no, like a dog, old dog, a dog so old it lives in the new farm, learned a new trick. Uh, I mean, it could just be trying, like, like, what if I just catch it and pet it? Uh, and they say, hey, you don't, you don't need to chase the moon anymore. I know I have a tendency to get hopeless. You're right, G. Uh, but I just don't think we're going to solve this case. Uh, well, I don't. Uh, I mean, I think, like, maybe I just catch it. I like petting dogs. Uh, so, 
Oh, did I try talking to the dog? Yeah, it just said it's it said its name's Rover. And it said I got. It said, "What are you doing chasing the moon?" And then it said, "I got to catch the moon." Yeah, because I did make a Pokemon joke. Yes, I think I asked it to to take if it wanted a break. Uh, I said, "What about eating a steak or something?" Yeah, who was I holding on a Mustang Sally's waist? No, her name's Catapult Sally. But yes, I was. Uh, but yeah, so the dog uh, just said it's got to catch the moon. Does the dog look upset? Not really. It, it looks focused, like it's focused on catching the moon. And in a, like a way that's uh, not exactly empathetic for the rest of the people in town, I guess, either. I mean, I think, I don't know if it's rough shot or ram shot or whatever, but that's what the dog's doing. It just, like, it, like there was somebody, there was a group of people that had been playing Risk, uh, that game where you have to set everything up and the dog knocked that one over. That was after I took the case, so I was responsible to reassemble that risk board. So I just don't know. I, I think, uh, I don't know, like, uh, well, why don't we say yes instead of saying no? Well, I'm just better at saying no. What do you mean, too? Like, if we just stop the dog, they we're ethically bound to serve our clients. Well, I, I don't remember taking a mystery code. We're, we're ethically bound to solve. Are we morally bound to solve a mystery? Well, which mystery, though? The mystery of how to stop the dog from chasing the moon or why is the dog? To, like, I think the main thing is the case we took is, like, uh, to stop the dog. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but I'm not to do. Am I not inferring? Okay, so okay, take a breath. You're right. Thanks, G. I'm taking a breath right now. So what do we know? You're right. I'm gonna slow down. Though I don't remember any other. I don't remember like Hunter. Do you remember that one? Maybe he was a cop, but uh, I don't remember them ever slowing down. Well, I'm going to slow down. Okay, I will. I'm doing it, G. I'm, am I doing a good job of slowing down? Okay, what do we know? We know we have a dog that won't stop chasing the moon. It moon's always full. Um, you're right. I don't know. I don't have. I have not heard from anyone that has any power over the moon. And I can double-check that. Yeah, if we could just throw a blanket over the moon, that would be great. Uh, and we have townspeople. So we have a dog that won't stop chasing the moon. And then we have townspeople whose lives are being disrupted by the dog running through their town chasing the moon. Okay, so I should accept everything is true and important. Okay, so it's important that the dog keeps chasing the moon to the dog. You're right about that. That's clear. And it's important that we the dog stop running through the town and chasing the moon for the townspeople. And we've been unsuccessful at... Uh, uh, they, they've even tried, they did try, like, uh, changing the dog, like, anything we've tried to stop the dog from chasing the moon through their town has failed. I don't know, they, they didn't say, like, if the dog's from the town or not, but, uh, so say yes. Okay, I'm going to say yes. Uh, say yes would mean, what would saying yes mean? 
Say yes again, slower. Hank's DK, you're really getting this uh, constructive con- uncle control. I'm going to say yes to the dog chasing the moon. I'm going to say yes to the townspeople who want the dog to stop interrupting them by chasing the moon. And by finding, by saying those things, I'll find the solution. Thanks, G. Because I think you, by the look on your face, you already know the solution. So the solution would be a way to let the dog keep chasing the moon without it interrupting the townspeople running through the town. But we've been unable to change the dog's direction. So the solution would be some way where the dog can keep running after the moon. Okay, do I want to hint DK? So DK, you figured it out too. Okay, well, I think I... Oh, do I want a hint? I'll take a hint for, for 100 DK. Gerbil. A ger- so, no, they tried cats. I don't think a gerbil would distract the dog any more than a cat. Uh, oh, a hamster. Hamster wheel. Okay, I'm seeing it now. Holy cow, gee, you should just open a case without me, you and DK. So we put the dog on a hamster wheel. Okay, let's let's flush it out better. Okay, how about a treadmill? Great idea. Do they have treadmills up there? I assume so. They have them, I mean, Mustang Sally's got, I think she has like, a, I think she has a leathersmith and a, like a blacksmith. So I'm sure they could come up with something. So a treadmill and then the dog could keep chasing the moon. Oh, what did you say? DK put on special effects. Uh, oh, like rotating sides. Uh, so the dog feels like it's still moving. I think this is going to work. I think you're right. So we just get a, tr- we just put the dog on a treadmill and it can keep chasing the moon. Uh, and it can still run. Because, yeah, it's, still, it's running so fast. You're right. Uh, I think that's it. So it's easy. Then the dog can keep chasing the moon because it's not going anywhere anyway. All right. I, I think this works. Okay, great. I'll, I'll go. The townspeople actually, holy cow, they're already working on the treadmill. So just make sure that the special, okay, I'll talk to you girls later. Thank you. Yeah, so you catapult Sally, did you hear that? Uh, so it's like something like where grass is flying by. Oh, sorry, you're you're an inventor, sir? Oh, Peabody, nice to meet you. So you could invent something that's attached to the treadmill, and that'll make the sides go by. Oh, we could do, oh, I'm sorry, you're the, oh, you're, you're not the town's artisan? Artisan, sorry about that. You specialize in mosaics. You can put them on scrolls. Yeah, and then we could just point the uh, the treadmill right right at the moon, and then the dog would it would actually be better for the dog because we could again. I guess the dog doesn't need any water, otherwise it would have stopped. But uh, yeah, then we could point the dog right at the moon. The dog could see the moon. Yeah, this is going to work great. How are we going to get the dog? Oh, you already figured that out. A sled, horse driven sled. And we'll just get it in front of the dog, slow down, and the dog will jump on the treadmill, and then we'll be in business. Holy mackerel, this is great. And then we'll just bring it back here. Oh, then, yeah, then people that come to your... So you do have Renaissance Fair here, Catapult Sally.
No, it's not a renaissance fair. It's just catapult sallies. Uh, well, okay, so the dog could be a part of that. As long as kids don't bug it or anything. Oh, no one bugs it. Well, the dog seems to be bugging you. All right, so we'll just see. Let's see. Oh, so it's done. I guess I love how fish it could. Catapult Sally, you must be quite the leader here because, holy cow, your team is really cracking. I guess, yeah, no, I don't understand how time works up here yet. You're right about that. You're correct, Catapult Sally. How often do you get called Mustang Sally? Oh, you've lost count. Okay, so the sled's ready. And, uh, like, uh, okay, so I should be on the back of the sled just to distract the dog enough. Okay, let's go. Okay, so here we go. Are these Clydesdales? Oh, these are draft horses again. Is there a difference? Okay, don't worry about it. Here comes the dog. Okay. Wow, these horses are fast. This is quite a bumpy ride. Uh, this is this is a four-horse open sleigh, huh? With a treadmill on it. On sleds. Uh, this is, okay, so we're going to get like a, let the, hey, 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 Rover, how you doing? You chasing that moon, huh? Yeah, looking good, looking good. Oh, yeah, make sure to jump over. Oh, we, like, uh, hey, we, okay. Dog's on. Dog just jumped right onto the treadmill. It's still going. We're still going. Yeah, Rover, just keep running. Uh, like, uh, it definitely don't stop. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're just turning back to. Okay. Rover looks a little mixed up, I guess, because he's on a. Uh, I guess, don't worry. Like, can you. Be, okay, so see, see, Rover, don't worry. See, we're back here. We're going to turn your, your sled around. Just keep running. Yeah, yeah, okay, and see, okay, so the inventor, oh, Finny, what did you say your name was, Phineas Finnbottom? Okay, just, yeah. Hey, Rover, there's the moon. You're still running after the moon. Oh, Rover, are you whimpering? What's the matter? You're not getting any closer to the moon anymore? Uh, Rover, listen, I'm here, I'm here to help you. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Simon. You, you're still running... What do you mean you're not getting? Hey, hey, you keep saying that over and over again. You're well. You're on a treadmill, Rover. To be honest with you. Oh, you're. You, you, I know you're sad, Rover, because you're not getting any closer to the moon. Let me just talk to you for one minute, and then we'll, we'll let's talk about the town, and then we'll talk about you. How's that sound, Rover? Okay. Well, don't worry. You can still see the moon, and see how we have these sides here. Look at there goes the town. See, these are these are paintings. Uh, they're called special. We call them special effects. Uh, DK came up with that. Uh, the thing is, Rover, you've been. This is a solution. This, this treadmill. Now, if you want to stop and get any water, steaks, or anything, you could just get on this and chase the moon all you want. Uh, but this way, you get some rest. I don't know if your paws are tired or not. You've been building up speed. Okay, that's okay. That's interesting. But let me let me get my points out here. Yeah, so you've been running through this town for for a while now, and you've been kind of like uh, like causing a little bit of a ruckus. There's people that live here, and sometimes they need to carry giant like uh, trays of champagne glasses, for instance, full of champagne. And all of a sudden, a little dog would tear through, and uh, that's it. Bro, you know. Or souffles. What's a souffle? It's like a pie, I think. It's like it's a dessert that has to rise. Yeah, I don't know. I think I don't know if uh, that's what uh, 
I think in La La Land, Ryan Gosling may have been making one. What's La La Land? Never mind, I didn't mean to distract you, Rover. So, you, you, like, we built this treadmill just for you and for the town. Like, a co- this is a compromise. I guess this is a little bit of saying yes. I didn't realize I was doing the Harvard negotiation project. But we did try to separate the dog from the problem. The problem, in this case, the problem was the dog because you were just running through town uh, making a mess. Uh, so I don't know if we did that, but we said, hey, let's say yes to everything. Get it. We wanted to get to yes. I didn't even know this was going to happen. And so we said, what is a way to stop Rover from running through the town but to be able to keep chasing the moon or feel like he is... Again, I'm not Caesar Milan, and I don't know if there are any licensed dog therapists up here or if there, that is even a thing. But, like, I'm not, again, I'm, I'm here to help. I'll help you figure out why you're chasing the moon. Okay, you're, you're, okay. Maybe you should just give up on chasing. Okay, yeah, you were building up steam. I realize you, you, you said that. Well, you should just be able to keep building up steam on this treadmill, right? Oh, your speed plateaus on a treadmill. I don't, I don't understand that. Of course, I don't understand that. Okay, Rover. Like, I just, like, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm supposed to help these people. Like, they got a dog running through town. I don't know what to do. I wanted to just keep you from running, to be honest, and give you some pets. I'm really good at petting dogs. Yeah, just to get you to stop. Uh, Okay, you're slowing down now. Okay, what did you say? You're never going to get there. What do you get to the moon? Right, you're never going to get there. You would have if you built up enough speed. Wait a second. You were trying to. You were. I thought you were chasing the moon because it reminded you of your owner. No. Or because it was a symbol that had meaning to you. No. You're trying to build up enough speed to get to, to the moon. Well, I think with you seeing the moon and, and the effects here, doesn't it feel like you're getting to the moon? You're a dog, not a fool. Okay. So you're really trying to get to the moon. I, like, uh, if if I would have left you alone, you would have eventually got there. I don't know. Wait, could you tell me more? Let me say yes to that. Uh, you're going to say no, and now you're going to have to start all over. It's not going to be worth it. Well, so you, how many, oh, it had taken you about 10 more Earth years to build up enough speed to make the jump. So you were going to jump to the moon, of course. Well, uh, so you were going to build up, a, okay, let me say yes. I'm going to say yes to you, Rover. You, you need, Rover, keep running then. If I say yes, you have to keep get, get back up to speed. Since your speed plateaus, that should be easy. And now you're going to be stuck on this treadmill forever. Okay, so let me say yes. So you were going to build up enough speed to jump and then jump to the moon. And then what were you going to do? You would have figured it out when you got there. Oh, you're going to start chasing the sun once you get to the moon. Wait a second. I think I read about this somewhere. I, th- I think you're okay, Rover. I'm saying yes, because I think there is a path of the moon and a path of the sun. I know I've read about that somewhere. 
And those are the two holy Wikipedia's coming. What's Wikipedia? Don't worry. Keep running, Rover. It's not hopeless. We're not going to give up. Keep building up speed. Keep building up speed. I'm not going to let you, uh, like, I want you to get back up to plateau speed. They could see it in your eyes. They could see the light draining out of them. We're going to get you to that moon. I keep forgetting where I am. That's another thing. I'm kind of new, and I'm also new to being private eye. Also, this is a private eye case I took on. The mystery of the dog that chased the moon. How's that suit you? Arf, arf. We're going to do it. This is Catapult Sally. Catapult Sally, I need to get you with your team here. Is everybody listening? Okay, here's what we need. I'm not sure if it's a trebuchet or a catapult or something else in another... uh, you know, area of linguistics. Uh, look at the dog's nose is getting wet. Rover, I noticed your nose is drying out too. We're going to get it. See, we've got a team here of uh, former Renaissance Fair fans that have come to the big farm in the sky that I live with, with Catapult Sally. So Catapult Sally and your team, we need to, to use the dog's momentum. So somehow start uh, harnessing the power of the dog's running. Uh, because I'm sure the rover wants to do it on uh, rover's own and uh, like uh, inject that into one of these trebuchets or something so that when the dog jumps, uh, yes, potential energy, exactly what I'm saying. Yes, potential energy. Yeah, equal, we need an equal and opposite reaction. That's what Rover was trying to do, actually, is build up enough speed with the potential energy. We're the kinetic energy, too. We're totally kinetic energy. Well, look at that dog run. And then what we'll do is when we say good jump, Rover, Rover, can you hear us? Uh, that'll launch Rover to the moon. Rover, Rover's trying to chase the sun, which I assume you have to do that in the sky, right, Rover? Yes. So Rover was on the path of the moon, which you think uh, Rover's ready to move on to the path of the sun. Yes. No, they. I don't think they had that in the Middle Ages, but don't worry about it. Uh, oh, turkey legs all around. Rover, do you want a turkey egg leg? I'll, I'll hold it for you. Probably protein would be good if you're going to jump all the way to this moon, even though this isn't on Earth. Uh, yeah, they're they're using some sort of rubber band. I don't know. They know what they're doing. I don't. I think one of these people work for like a, a History Channel or the Discovery Channel or Mythbusters too. Yep. Uh, so great. Uh, so yeah, they're really. Uh, so Rover, just keep running that fast. Holy scientists, you you really know what you're doing. And okay, Rover, get ready with when uh, Phineas Ferb or whatever he gives me the heads up. Uh, that's not your name. Don't worry about it. We're, we're, we're this is about the dog and solving this case. Uh, in five, Rover. In three. Are you gonna bark too? Okay, great. Two, one, jump! Holy cow! That dog just jumps. It's going, it's heading towards the moon. Rover's running in the sky. I think that's just kinetic energy, though. Rover's used to jumping. I don't know. Is that a streak? Hey, like, uh, will this be a new holiday? The dog jumped, Rover just landed on the moon and jumped. One touch, uh, and there goes Rover into the sky. We'll soon be following the path of the sun in the sky, though. Probably the people live in the clouds. Uh, I think that's another dimension. Unfortunately, might give us a clue where we are.
Yeah, but don't worry about it. You you guys have ale to drink, right? And turkey likes to eat. So we did it. We we solved Rover's case. Hey G, hey hey DK, did you see? Did you see that? I, I, I was hoping you'd be able to see. I'm, I'm playing my memories for you. You see, Rover jumped right off the thing. It ended up Rover actually had to get to the moon. So was, uh, Catapult Sally's friends helped. Uh, I don't think we could have did it without Rover's power. So, but Rover was building. So Rover was trying to build up speed, speed to jump to the moon. Why? So it could chase the sun. And that's what Rover is doing now. So now all the townspeople, like, uh, they're going to be drinking champagne and ale and everything. I'm going to go back and go to bed. Yeah, they invited me, but I'm not interested. This is a nice town I can visit again, and, and the Catapult Sally's Castle and stuff is cool. Well, yeah, maybe I'll come to some of her festivals, like maybe the jousting or um, I like the mud, like the, uh, the, the stuff in the mud. But that's it. Rover's on the path to the sun. The case is closed. The case of the dog that wouldn't stop chasing the moon is closed. Good teamwork. Uh, oh, how did I get there? I said, yes, thanks. Thanks for you two for teaching me that. Uh, yeah, good night. Good night. Get some sleep and picture a dog running through a peaceful night sky. Determined to follow the sun to where it leads the dog across the sky. Good night.